Ladies and gentlemen. Pacific Sound Radio. Hello and welcome to Pacific Sound Radio, your go-to source for everything happening in the Vancouver music scene. I'm James Olson, and this week we are speaking with David Saban of the David Saban. If the name wasn't a dead giveaway, the David Saban is the solo project for songwriter, guitarist, and hair aficionado David Saban. Born as a live vehicle for Saban's self-produced home recordings, the David Saban have developed a reputation for their energetic, humorous, and often chaotic live performances in and around the city of Vancouver, blending the aesthetics of bedroom pop and dad rock with the dramatic flair of classic jam and prog rock. The David Saban aimed to take you on a visceral and thrilling musical journey. For the sake of preserving my journalistic integrity, I just want to get this out of the way that, um, quick disclaimer, that I play bass in the David Saban. And on with the interview. Welcome to my room. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> well, this is where the magic happens, right? <laughs> this is where, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of magic happens. Yeah, I've got a good collection of. Uh, yeah, I see you're into leather jackets. I'm into jackets. Yeah, I have uh, here. I got. I got to show you my jacket collection. I'm sure you've seen some of this. You'll You'll have to describe it for the yeah, listeners. Yeah, I have a like a jean jacket, long coat that I have that everyone makes fun of. Because the pockets look like vaginas, <laughs> and uh, and I got this overcoat, London fog overcoat. My mom got me. Oh, dude, overcoat's sweet. I got one for like ten bucks through my work. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that was like forty. That was like forty-two dollars. That's that's pretty good for an overcoat. Yeah, it was at Mintage. Um, they're a little expensive for like old shit, but honestly, you find some dope stuff there, and there's no way you can't buy it. They just have like a good collection of old stuff in one spot vintage is that they place charge a lot of money for it that's that place off of uh commercial right yeah there's there's one off commercial and then there's one on um and then there's one on main and uh yeah they're just they're just kind of expensive but there's the one on main had uh they don't have it anymore the last time i went but they used to sell like human teeth and shit like that and like human like skulls, there's like a little Ooh. room where they sold like human skulls and teeth, but they're I, not there anymore. So I think I've been in uh, that location, and I went into a room. It was probably the same room where it was uh, the taxidermy room. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I don't like taxidermy. Taxidermy yeah. gives me the willies. <laughs> I just think it's I don't know. It's just, it comes it gives from you this, the willies. Well, yeah, it's, it's uh, comes from an irrational fear that it'll just come alive and attack you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like hunting trophies, that's a whole other thing, because it's like it's an animal head that's mm. on a wall. I'm like, eh. But like stuff that's like animals that are stuffed or animals that are like stuffed in action poses, I'm like, ugh. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, that lion looks like it's going to attack me. Yeah. Well, my, my stepdad was a, was a hunter, so I was uh, kind of used to seeing dead animals, but um, he had a moose head um, in his gun store. Get a moose yeah, head. I mean that, that tracks. I mean, if you have like a hunting trophy and like a it's probably the least intimidating of all the of all the the taxidermies, the the moose head. It, well, mm. the moose is like the the hippo, the Canadian hippo. Yeah, like it. I it probably kills more people than you think. Yeah, 
fuck that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but chop off his head and put it on the wall. It's, yeah. it's probably we're probably better off. <laughs> Great story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it'd be a better story if it was the the case where he had hit it with his truck. Oh <laughs> no, he just had it. I don't even know if he shot it. To be honest, he just had it for the decoration. I mean, they they are meant to last. Wait, how, so. how are those levels sounding? I was gonna. Oh, levels sounding fine to me. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. I was yeah. a little. I was just looking at the waveforms, but I'll chill. Uh, do you want me to go through some more codes? Well, yeah. If you, well, just some highlights. Actually, I have this one. A, this is an interview-worthy one. My Dickie Betts jacket. Ooh, Dickie Betts. Yeah. So I was at a. Um, oh, I was at like a garage a, sale. It's like a John Travolta greaser jacket. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a. It's like this really thick fucking like biker jacket. It's even got the the belt Ooh, around nice. it to like. Nice. I got it from this guy who said he played in uh, the Almond Brothers in the eighties, and he said that Dickie Betts threatened him with a gun uh, <laughs> for that jacket, and he didn't give him the jacket. And I think Dickie Betts just like walked away. Well, but was, um, it, was this in like in Canada or in the states? This was someone tries to pull a gun on you, or like this was in the pull... states. No, okay. I think I think it was probably in the states because I think Step or no, he wasn't in the Almond Brothers. Sorry, he was. In, he said he toured with Steppenwolf. Mm. This guy, he said, no, oh, Steppenwolf, okay. and then and then they toured with the Almond Brothers. Ah, and ZZ that makes sense. And he said he said that uh, he wore this jacket on that on on on, a, on one of their tours, and he. I was like, oh fuck yeah! So I bought it. It was like he sold sold me really fifty dollars. This fucking guy, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, was that new acquisition? Um, what's that? that? You got that one recently, right? Yeah, I got it recently. I got it. I got it. I think I even got it during the summer. I think nice. I got it. Maybe actually, no, I got it in September. So that's last month. Now, so yeah, more practical time to be wearing leather jackets. I know. I haven't been wearing it recently. I don't know why. That's the that's the curse of the musician is that all your black shirts are just horrible to wear in the summer <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. why are they all black oh my black <laughs> i hate summer i can't wear black <laughs> i made a deliberate point of like trying to buy not black band gear <laughs> yeah, but it's really hard it really it. is dude all those metal shirts are fucking black oh, i like to see a i like to see a metal band with like <laughs> it's like multicolored like 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 a metal band called like the 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 destructors and then like fucking like colors and like red and green and pink and shit i actually have i'll I'll make a point of wearing it to practice one of these days but i have a shirt from a doom metal band called paul bearer and it's like a it's like a tie-dye shirt oh yeah it's got like a really cool like skull design on it and it it looks like grateful dead shirt but it's like for a doom metal band that's cool I, i respect that i think i think black metal band shirts i think i think some 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 reason for me I think it's time to move on. Yeah. I think we need some different colors on some metal to get people back into metal. I don't know. It's just music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's just music. I don't know. Everyone, you know, want to look so fucking hardcore in your black, like, shirt with, like, Death Angels on it. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. And now all the metal fans, and now, now all the metal heads hate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen those uh, those joke metal shirts that are like, uh, uh, my sister has one of those. It's like Celine Dion, my heart will go on. It's like this demon in like a fire, like holding oh, a human heart. It's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> then there's another one. It's like, uh, man, if I would find it, I'd, I'd find it for uh, find it for Trevor, uh, the drummer in the Davids band. Uh, it's like Phil Collins uh, in the air tonight, and it's like some demon in the in the night sort of thing. <laughs> it's great <laughs> that's funny yeah like doing metal metal shirts like that i think is just 
Just awesome. Does fucking Harrison have have shirts? He probably does. I'd wear one. Oh yeah, Harrison. Harrison's the guitar and the lead, the, yeah, the, the lead, newly guitarist. The newly guitarist in yeah. the David Saban. We got to provide context for everybody. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, probably. Probably. Yeah. I'd wear that shit. Technical damage. Technical damage. That's the, that's the metal band that he plays in. That, is, that I listened to their first EP or album. EP or album. Is it an EP? I don't remember. Yeah. And, and and man, they're fucking heavy. Like, yeah, I don't know. You gotta you gotta listen to yeah. them. They're fucking heavy. I've listened to a little bit of it. It's like very tech metal. Hell yeah. Very genty. Hell yeah, Jen. I'm I'm actually not so turned off by it. There's some gent where it's like it's just like very basic, but if there's like melodic content in it, I don't mind it because it's like those breakdowns are so fucking. Oh good. yeah. Yeah yeah. Uh, <clears throat> a band I'd recommend if you haven't checked them out, uh, Tesseract. They're pretty melodic. Tesseract. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. There's also a um Armenian guy that uh, Harrison and I both like called David Maxim Michich. Okay. Yeah, he's he's really really talented. He has this one record called Below 3.0 cuz he's done like Below 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. 3.0 is one of my favorite records like ever. Okay. It's like got like orchestral shit on it. He has this one song, I'll show it to you later, but he has this one song where it's like super prog in terms of the uh structure. There there's a breakdown where this guy mm. does like there's like basically a jazzy breakdown. It's like a jazzy metal breakdown where this guy just like, um, oh, what's this? Uh, not beatboxing. What's the jazz beatboxing again? Scatting. Scatting. This guy does like a yeah. scatting thing, and it sounds amazing. Oh yeah, He's just like a metal scatting. It's <laughs> metal like what? Scatting. Yeah, it's it's dope. Anyway. But what have you been up to this week? I mean, fuck all. <laughs> like most fuck people, all smoking pot and. Um, essential service. Yeah, uh, yeah. Essential. Yeah, exactly. Essential service. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just chilling. I don't have a job right now. I'm just. I guess I'm just. Uh, I'm actually just working on. Uh, I'm just writing music, man. I don't know what else to do. I've been. I've been since I have carpal tunnel uh, of recently. That's that's the most of the reason why we have Harrison in the band now. Mm-hmm. It's because I can't really play anymore without it hurting or getting worse um <clears throat> usually i'd be playing the guitar in the band just because guitar is like my first instrument and you know it's the you know instrument i kind of learn music on yeah yeah so for yeah so for the yeah the david's band i don't i just sing and i'm starting to play more acoustic guitar now and now as a result i'm writing more acoustic based songs because of it and even like kind of more country stuff because i've just been listening to a lot of country country music like uh like kind of weird country music like uh like rye cooter i don't know if you listen to rye cooter i should check him out uh he's got some interesting like uh like he was like collaborating with like a, a lot of cuban artists at the time oh cool and the, the thing about rye cooter was like um he wasn't uh or like or cuba they didn't have like a means of like really recording music at that time so rai cooter just swooped in and was like hey there's some pretty dope music in cuba and he just made some records with like some cuban musicians and they're actually pretty fucking dope um and uh yeah i don't know yeah so anyway i've been yeah listening also to blaze blaze foley which is kind of a classic just the cash just anyone like playing and, and also i think we've been talking like in the folk sense like neutral milk hotel like i always thought that band was or band or project or whatever is like i thought it was like way too hipster but and and even 
yeah like i don't know like i listened the first time i listened to it i was like this is boring because it has acoustic guitar and <laughs> it was like Ugh, gross and but now <laughs> now i appreciate it because i'm listening to like more bob dylan and lyrics and stuff i never used to listen to lyrics but now i'm listening to more lyrics i guess i've uh i've grown up in that sense but um both yeah. those neutral milk albums are just awesome oh yeah they're great it's a shame that jeff magnum apparently just kind of went crazy after that after over the airplane over the sea and like the band never did anything again <laughs> that record's too good it's a oh, it, it's weird <laughs> that it's a, i was like i was listening to another podcast recently where they were talking about like the title track and like a it's song first is song. I hope Todd in the Shadows listens to this. Uh, def- he totally does. Mm. And they were talking about how the band is almost a meme. The band and the album's almost a meme about like, oh yeah, you know, if you're a pointy-headed like hipster douche, of course your favorite album and band is yeah. Neutral Milk Hotel. See, that was what I thought at first. Yeah, but it's actually really good. So it's no, like it's, it's, a, it's really good songwriting. It's like a ama- It's like it's probably like the most amazing album i've heard this year and probably the past five fucking years like it, <laughs> that it, album came out in the 90s i know i know yeah. that's what i'm saying i haven't listened to an album that good in like a long time like that 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 was like what i like I, I, every time i put on fucking king of carrot flowers it's it's like it's like not like it's like not like i'm gonna listen to like a couple parts like maybe O'Commonly, but like i once i put on king of care flowers i'm like i'm i'm dedicated myself to listening it right to the end oh yeah yeah uh, i'm like that with uh okay computer by radiohead oh, i can't yeah. just listen to airbag and then like stop yeah yeah it's true airbag yeah those are uh, okay computer i love that in high school as well but um but yeah, but the same thing with Neutral Milk Hotel. But the thing about OK Computer is that they're separate. Like they they can be taken as. I feel like that record, uh, in the airplane over the sea. I feel like every song weaves into each other. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard in that way to like turn off the, like go through a set. Like you can, but it's like it's kind of hard not like not to just like start from the beginning once you just start listening to the songs. You know. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Because they all like weave into each other very, very, very seamlessly, mm-hmm. very seamlessly, and I just, <clears throat> yeah, I just, yeah, I just maybe want to make something like that in the future, more acoustic guitar oriented. Speaking so. of kind of countryish stuff, you've been listening to. Have you checked out Orville Peck or Sturgill Simpson? Oh yeah, that, uh, Orville Peck was uh, Sturgill Simpson as well. Actually, my old bassist Sebastian got me into uh sturgill simpson and then orville peck was kind of on my own accord because it was just like uh, he was just like a weird looking guy with the with the mask and everything mm-hmm, with the fringe mask yeah and every, everyone was talking about like like you know they like his whole thing about like being the um <clears throat> like first uh like i don't know like i guess homosexual like cowboy like country singer which i thought was really cool so i it you know so i checked it out and i love that first record man. oh it's so good i have it on vinyl po- pony pony is awesome yeah. i saw him at commodore back when shows were oh fame. yeah 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 pony's a great record um they're really really solid like just outlaw country songs and the and the baritone guitars on that thing is just Ooh. to die for it it i get a lot of like roy orbison twin peaks sort of vibes from it so <laughs> just like oh it just hits me hit, yeah. hits me in the right way dong, dong. <laughs> what's funny though is with uh uh, Sturgill Simpson, my favorite record of his is his rock album. 
Sound and Fury. Oh yeah, you don't like the turtles down the way or whatever turtles. Oh, turtles the... all the way down. Oh, the what that, is it? The metal mo- meta modern sounds of modern country or something yeah, like that. that, that no, that record's favorite. that record's good. I just uh, did he win an award for that? He won some. Didn't he oh, win? it's um a sailor's award? guide to Earth. I think he won a Grammy for. Uh, yeah. That album's really good, too. He's got a really interesting cover of In Bloom by Nirvana on it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, he's he, he, that's another guy that I really like because, yeah, the country's a, a genre I haven't explored enough of. Yeah, I I, I uh, realized that myself. It's just a whole... Because, you know, the, as a, like a metal or like... Because I kind of grew up... Not metal, but like I, I was like alternative rock, like rock and roll. Like I just love rock, like classic rock music, and I just like fuck anything that's not distorted guitars. Literally, like, and now I'm now I'm realizing that um, there's a lot of more soul in like just simple acoustic acoustic songs. But also, uh, I mean, I'll never lo- lose the love for like you know like heavier music, but. Um, yeah, I've just definitely grown like a much stronger appreciation. I've been obsessed with um, John Lennon's first album recently, The Plastic Ono Band. Uh, that album's so good, man. If you haven't listened to it, it's some people say it's like is like his best work, or like the best uh, like Beatles solo album um, outside of the Beatles. Like, oh wow, yeah, yeah, like. I mean, the first George Harrison album is really good. Okay, I I do have to give that a listen. To yeah. Oh, well, see, judgment. I haven't listened to Plastic Ono Band, so dude, listen to it. It's really interesting. I was reading like he does a lot of screaming on that record. Really? Because he was doing this like screen therapy thing, and like so. Is that Yoko's the, idea? <laughs> it must have been. Must have been. It must have been Yoko's idea, and she's not on it though. You can't hear. her. Thank God, <laughs> and uh, and and, and every mean, every you don't mean it. that Yoko. You're just an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be mean towards Yoko Ono. Nah, she's probably very sweet, but yep. um, I don't know. I, her choice of artistic expression is very I, questionable. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, for me. It's uh, it's like um, performance art. It's just I don't get it <laughs> all right yeah yeah we don't yeah. get it you hear that everyone we don't get it <laughs> just because we don't get it doesn't mean it doesn't have validity <laughs> two straight white males don't get it okay? don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two straight white males just don't get therefore it. the rest of our opinions for the rest of this podcast <laughs> yeah. don't matter at all this is white noise you should just fall asleep to this yeah <laughs> you just turn this yeah just turn this on to fall asleep yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's keep it on loop i can get some uh <laughs> Let's just and, and job Spotify that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Look good for my analytics and my stats. Oh, it's running really well. Yeah, people are falling asleep to this one. <laughs> do you do you actually see the stats where like people like stop listening? Like are they like falling asleep or whatever? I I, doing I know what the numbers are based on my anchor stats, but that's yeah. about it. Oh, okay. That's a longer term project to yeah, I don't even want to look at those stats. Uh, I just want to see who listened to it. I don't want to look at who stopped. Sometimes they show you that stats, and I don't want to fucking look at them. I mean, not gonna, it breaks my heart. What? So it, it, you recently one of your songs beat like topped a thousand listens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I did. Yeah, well, that might have like ha- I might have contributed to that quite a bit because when I practiced at home, I listened to listen to the songs on oh, Spotify. Don't say that. <laughs> it was it was all the fans out there. <laughs> I mean, I helped, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you helped. Mm-hmm. But all in all, it was the 
thousands of people listening to my yes. music, of course. Yes. No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I broke a thousand or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just feels good to have, like, to break a thousand on Spotify because you don't have the under a thousand icon yeah. on your on your spotify which is seen so for, it's just like it's like many a vancouver band on, on yeah. spotify not all but a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> unfortunately it's but yeah no i don't know it, it's it's like actually death has over a thousand now oh nice song death and it's it's doesn't show but i i checked the stats and it's over it's over a thousand so uh yeah thanks for listening to my music james <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome yeah <laughs> It's like I should know how the songs go in order to play them properly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James is also in the band. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I provided a disclaimer in the in the <laughs> oh, intro. <did> you? <laughs> cats, cats oh, out you of know, the bag. I gotta, I gotta maintain what little shred of my in- journalistic integrity is still <laughs> available with doing this episode, especially. <laughs> yeah. Who's your uh, guitar hero? Because you mentioned that you, you know, growing up listening to the the harder rock sort yeah. of stuff uh-huh it was there ever like one guy that like you're like oh that's my guy and it's still your yeah. guy or gal a gal you can't yeah, assume gal. that it's just a guy yeah oh my fucking thing went off um, yeah no worries uh yeah I, i'd say at, like what got me like playing guitar and like worshiping guitar and you know was in fact jimmy page and i know that's a controversial answer now but it's, I mean, I mean, the guy is just undeniable. Like the guy is a riff god. Like you know, he like, I guess like you know, they stole a bunch of like, um, like, like black like blues guys songs, which is true. Like I've mm-hmm. actually done research. Like they they are my favorite band, and I know they ripped off songs. They owe quite but a I bit guess, of money to I Willie guess, Dixon. <laughs> I guess like I guess like financial part aside and like legal part aside like those are great fucking interpretations of those songs yeah like, not gonna lie like those those riffs are absolutely amazing um and i just uh, listening to them and i just want to like le- i just wanted to learn all of them like i'd say like jimmy page was like my guy for the longest time and and then i had a couple others like along the way like i was always like a shred guitar guy like more like in the metal sense I was always into like Joe Satriani and Steve Vai, like Shredders. Um, I wasn't into John Petrucci that much, or like I think who else? Buckethead. Oh, I was so into Buckethead at one point. Like, like you know, Buckethead. Yeah, I actually haven't listened to enough of his stuff. He's got a great record called Enter the Chicken, which is insanity. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, great yeah. title. Um, he's very prolific and. Um, yeah, I guess also like on the more melodic side, like I'd say like like Johnny Marr has also been like I, I oh, and like Prince and like the funk, like you've seen me play like funk and stuff like that. Like, yeah. When I started listening to Prince and getting obsessed with Prince, like like through all my high school, I was just listening to Prince and like trying to emulate that like funk uh, style. Um, so and it, you ever imitate how you dressed? Uh, yeah, I was close. <laughs> I was close. close as you can be without getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, especially when you're from Abbotsford, like I. Am. Oh man, yeah. yeah, you just strut into high school, just like yeah. with a full like puffy collar and stuff. Yeah, I would probably get beat up in Abbotsford High School, <laughs> like dressing like that. Like people make fun of me, but um, I never, I, I almost got to that point, 
but I don't think I would suit it very much like the like the grand I did wear a purple leather outfit at the Roxy one time and that's probably the closest uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know I look at that now and I cringe and I'm like I'll just wear like like on stage clothes. at the show yeah on stage at the show yeah. I mean that's hilarious you should bring that back <laughs> well I ripped the pants I don't oh know, damn it famous story <laughs> such a famous story oh we have to hear this famous story well oh nothing it was just like <laughs> it was just like my auntie's clothes and uh my i live with my aunt on english bay and uh i uh i i had she had a purple leather jacket and leather pants and i didn't tell her i took it and and then i wore it for the show and then i did like a uh kind of i i guess i did like a jump or a split or whatever and i fucking tore the leather pants from the crotch right to the ass (laughs) and she came she showed up and then i showed her that i ripped the pants and there's like a whole like twenty like like thirty minute video of me like playing with like ripped uh leather pants we couldn't even watch it on my computer later but i think there's some video on my instagram actually showing taylor my old guitarist how i ripped my fucking pants um on stage it, it was it was uh it was a little it sucked because i love that outfit i try to get the leather the purple leather jacket from her but she wouldn't give it to me well i mean after you destroyed her I've, pants after i destroyed her pants i think you lost fine. your license to the yeah yeah purple leather jacket <laughs> license has been revoked yeah. <laughs> indefinitely yeah yeah so yeah, um, so I'd say yeah, like um, <clears throat> Prince and Johnny Marr, like a little bit later, and that's I don't know. There's a lot of guitarists that I that's formed my style of playing now, but I'd say overall, like Jimmy Page will always be like the guy like who got me into playing guitar, and then maybe Prince is like the one who like finessed it for me, like the perfection kind of, you know, and funk like funk rock style of playing. Um, yeah, um, I'd say that that would be my answer. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, you always want to have a couple. You don't ever want to just, like, go, oh, no, this, I'm going to base my entire playing no, style cause, on one cause, person. Yeah, because people will just catch on, man. Yeah, like, exactly. If, you, if you're like, I'm going to play like Jimmy Page, or people are going to come up to you and be like, oh, bro, you sound like Jimmy Page. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, there's this guy that sounds like Jimmy Page. I don't know. It, it's, yeah. There's a few bands with that problem. <laughs> yeah, fortunately. Yeah. Um, I but, mean, I mean, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be Jimmy Page, yeah. and someone if that makes you happy, then someone's like, oh, you play exactly like Jimmy Page, and you go home with a big smile on your face, and you yeah, fall exactly. asleep and have sweet dreams about marshmallows and Led Zeppelin, then fucking go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, now you went yeah. to you studied music at Cap, right? Yeah, I did. Capilano University for a year. Yeah, for a year, classical music at Cap. At one, um, and that was on guitar. That was on class. Yeah, classical okay. guitar and those I, nylon strings. Yeah, I actually went. If there, I, if I knew there was a jazz option, I probably wouldn't have done it because I didn't. I actually didn't know there was music school, and I didn't even know that what you had to do. So I actually learned the classical guitar in like a couple months to audition it, audition for it. And then, and then, um, yeah, it was like the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done because I realized that I was in front of people who were actually professional musicians. And I was just like some like fucking like shredder metal head from Abbotsford, you know, didn't know what he was doing. And, I mean, uh, yeah. a lot of the shredder guys were also influenced by classical stuff though. Well, I so. I wasn't until I went to class. I didn't even know that was a that was an option. Mm. I didn't even know that was a thing. I like, and then when I went, my 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 mind was like, I it was depressive because I because I went to school with people, 
that I knew were like eons better than me. Like they were getting like the homework so well and like I was just so far behind. I was either disinterested or like just not or like, you know, I wasn't playing enough guitar or whatever. But the thing is, I was just like very insecure about being being there because people were just like, I don't know, there, there's just like some kids in the class that were like eons better and they're actually trying and I was just I just wanted to like party and stuff. and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I went, I went to Cap for a year for classical guitar. Yeah. <clears throat> what did you pick up while you were? You were there. I mean, I'm sure you, you picked up some stuff that was valuable that you could oh, use yeah. towards your own music. Oh, yeah. I mean, I lost a ton of money, but I gained a lot of knowledge. Um, yeah, for playing guitar, like, I think, I think I just learned to play better, I think, is the best way to put it. Because, like, I think, like, playing the classical, there's such a small barrier for error you know because it's just you and the in the classical and the fucking acoustic guitar and then you finger picking and then you have to memorize the fingers you pick with like there's specific fingers that you pick with so there's like in different like different notes will have different fingers so like maybe uh one note is a thumb and and the other notes like a ring finger but you have to read it to 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 and then when, when once you put it all together, it makes sense. But like when you're going through it, it's just like a biggest the biggest pain in the ass. But once you perfect it, man, it's such a good feeling. And I realized like going in front of people like just with an acoustic guitar and like playing is like so fucking nerve wracking. And I think since then I've I I'm not as nearly uh, scared to go on stage as I was like going up there just with a classical guitar and like impressing like very high functioning like musicians and. Um, and they were like i don't know um they, they were very nice but it was uh, sometimes i just walk off me like oh, fuck that up you know <clears throat> yeah yeah i can't say i've ever seen you nervous at all on stage anytime i've seen the davidsa band as a civilian and even yeah. as a as a member of the yeah band. <laughs> yeah i guess so when i get yeah, I don't know. I just stage fright was never really a big factor for me, but I still get nervous before I still get really nervous before shows, but uh once I'm up there and I you know, I get through one or two songs and even if I had a little beer in me of of, you know, it's totally uh it's totally me hour. I I guess I'm just uh what are you a narcissist? I love being up there. <laughs> I love it. I like I like when people yell at me when I do stupid things or like yell at me in a good way. They're like cheering me on, and I'm just like, just saying something ridiculous, or it's just you know, I just get up there and have fun and make people laugh or make people sad or anything, or you know, it's just it's uh, you know, I can, it's just a place where I can do what I want, and I guess yeah, I don't know. Like when I was in when I was in school, I was I was always a kind of class clown. I guess I like the attention, or I liked I like just you know it's, it's causing shit or something like something about it really turns me on so <laughs> that makes sense i imagine you would have been <laughs> if yeah, i went to high school with you i think god i was a nightmare but that's, <laughs> that's that's where i was like dude i was like jumping on desks and running around class and oh like yelling at teachers like i was <laughs> i was i was a shit and i'm 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 not like that anymore yeah oh uh, that's something i can never do I can never never teach high school kids or like be like a vice principal or something like that i'd Dude, if I was my, my own, hair out. if I was my own teacher, I'd probably hit me. 
I'd probably, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be, I'd just, just like, wrestling moves. Like, through a, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably take, through a desk. Just, I, would, I would probably get so fed up. I'd take me down or something <laughs> like, like punch me or something <laughs> like out the window. <laughs> yeah. Out the window. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been scared of the stage that much. I am a little bit. Depends who's in the, if, if it depends who's in the audience sometimes. So, um, dope. Uh, first record that you put out this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very bedroom pop, dad rock sort of vibes to it. Whereas yeah. your latest record, Melt Brain Melt. Yeah, it's got some more variety. You got some blues stuff. You got some funk stuff. Yeah, some surf rock in there. Mm. Why was it important for you to mix things up with this new album? Well, because, like you said, like it's just a, uh, it's just a little bit like, I think dope was a. Uh, it was a no. it was a great start. Uh, it was just something I I just wanted to get songs out, and it was an EP at first, and I I, I didn't really know what I was doing, and it, it still it still got pretty good reception from some like some people, and there's people who really really like that album, but I just need I just don't want to be predictable, and I don't want to release the same thing over and over again. Like I want to have I want to I want to have I want to be a solo artist that you know people can follow and and uh you know and sift through things that are gonna surprise you and dope was a great start for that but i can't i can't keep doing that you know i can't i can't keep doing simple four four songs and I, i i do i do like it like i'm proud of it and but uh it's it would be really boring of me to do redo it again you know so that's why i think it's very important to me to switch up my my um sound um because because why the fuck not, you know? Like, why, why not sound weird? And why not sound, like, you know, yourself? And I, th- I think, like, Dope, like, the orig- original idea of Dope of the first album was, like, my buddy was literally, like, I was, like, having problems, like, troubles writing songs. Like, I, I really wanted to write a good song. And, um... Oh, sorry, my phone went <laughs> off. Um, no worries. And, and he was just like, dude, just write, like, a Mac DeMarco thing. <laughs> It's <laughs> like I was like okay, and then I did, and it turned out it turned out cool. But it's it's uh, I think I need something, you know. I think I just need to add some f- spice, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to do something completely. Yeah, I just wanted to 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 grow, I guess, and keep people. No, I guess I guess keep myself interested more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, keep myself and you guys interested too, right? Like, you know, you want to do dope for the rest of your lives? Like, <laughs> I don't think so. No, that's fair. I mean, there was a, kind of a fine... Did you ever think about, or think about, like, the fine balance that you kind of have to play between being as adventurous as you want to be, but also wanting to make sure that it sounds like the same band? Consistent? Yeah. Uh... No, <laughs> no, fair. Not really. I mean, I, I guess as long as my voice is on it and whatever. But I don't even know like what the next couple the albums gonna like. I have ideas what maybe the next album's gonna sound like, but it might turn out something totally different. Like when I, I think when I like, I think this is true with every, a lot of artists where you start making a record or making a song, and by the end of it, you're like, I was thought it was gonna be something else, you know. And yeah, it's it's just um, 
it's it's a it's a really tiring but cool process and I think with Melt Brain Melt like it, it was actually supposed to be something completely different and a little more live instruments oriented and theatrical but I think with the quarantine and the COVID it was just hard to get people recording or in a studio so that that was just like my little experimental computer album really like that I that I wanted you know I I, I had a bunch of you know, I started actually with the single Melt Brain Melt, and from there I just uh, I didn't know where to go like stylistically wise, so I just pulled out old songs like Gunslingers on there and like this song Gunslinger. It's like a surf rock lo-fi thing and like Worms, which I wrote. Like I came up with the riff. I didn't really have an idea what I was gonna do with it, and then I just laid down the riff and then just built it off from there. Like I've never done that. I've always just written stuff then recorded it but i've never writ, wrote while i was actually recording so i think that was a huge part of making this album was uh, the the uh, the process of writing it was through the recording and so there's a lot of textures and layers and stuff and you know lots of different instrumentations and yeah and <clears throat> yeah i think and yeah i, I just don't want to i just want to keep myself interested because i i do get bored quite easily and if it sounds different, it sounds different. I think Melt Brain Melt sounds completely different than fucking the first record. Oh, very much so. Like completely yeah. different. From what I, that's definitely the vibe that I got. Yeah. With one thing I noticed, and this is something that's a bit of a carryover from the first record as well, is you've yeah. got you know there's at least a couple in- instrumentals off the first record, Dope, and there's like four on yeah. Melt Brain Melt. I mean, do you? It, when do you know when something's going to be an instrumental? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, kind of a loaded question, but you know, I'm predictable, man. Keep it, keep it weird. I just, I, I might not do something as weird as this album, but that's the great thing about music is that you just don't know, man. Like, and why not do whatever the fuck you want? You know, I, I, I didn't think I was gonna come out with four instrument. I thought maybe worms and, and. Uh, schmuck in A minor. I can't remember the song. My the names of my. Well, songs. that's that's your classical training. Yeah, my little, like, really actually, that was another out. song I brought out of the vault because it was actually a piece I wrote for uh, a, um, a girl I knew back in call uh, Cap who wanted to do like a flute thing. So I wrote it, and I apparently it was like I didn't transpose I, I didn't transpose it correctly, so they didn't end up like doing it. It was like for her and her sister to like mm. do to do like a duet, and so I just I just made it sound really creepy and put it on the album. I thought that was just a really off-putting, weird thing to do, and I did it because it was of, of that exact purpose. Like, just like, sometimes I just do stuff like that because I just like to either like like I don't know like just just fucking be like weird or like or like at least for this album like I just like to I think dope. There was only one instrumental, it's the secret door. Yeah, the secret door. Well, and, like, Schmack and A minor and Secret Door, like, they're, yeah. they're kind of similar, and they're just, like, keyboard yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty much just keyboards. Yeah. 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 But there's, there's, you got some variety to the instrumentals. I mean, you've got Gunslinger, which is great. you got that surf, mo- surf rock. I get very, like, Latin vibes to it, which, yeah, is, which yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah, I yeah. feel like a cowboy while yeah, listening to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Well, then you have, uh, and then you have Melted. Kind of the bookend of the of the album. Five minute guitar solo. Very very maggot brain. Yeah yeah. I, I think that would be fun to play live. It's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a. It's like a 
it's like cock rocky yeah. jerk off sort of thing but like if yeah, you make it look absolutely. cool and engaging eh, eh, yeah you know <laughs> get the smoke machines and the hair yeah, exactly yeah that's my intention <laughs> honestly um yeah it's it's uh yeah I, I that actually was that that's another thing about this album like i actually didn't plan that to be there was like the, on the album at all like like that was literally like a last minute decision before i finished it because that was actually an end of a whole song i wrote that guitar solo the beginning guitar so the beginning of it, it i wrote a song called better than yesterday and then i and then the end of it was this like two minute guitar solo so i cut that out the that from the i cut the guitar solo out from the song and then just made that the oh whole wow song so that chord progression was yeah that that guitar solo at the beginning and then where it transfers to the drums that's when I actually it's a different guitar and I recorded that those solos a year apart or two years apart or something so that that first part of it was like 2018 and then this year I did I was it was on uh, my roommate Ben's Strat, Stratocaster I recorded the second half um, I think that's why the second half sounds so tinny because um, the the Stratocaster has a brighter brighter sound. Oh, so so like the two parts are recorded on completely different guitars. Yeah, as yeah. Well. Oh, wow. In completely wow. different intentions too. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be a part of a. You now it's a part of another song. I didn't yeah, like like I said like I was just like at a point where I was just like sifting through like vault stuff and just bringing old shit out and redoing it to like make it cool. I just thought it was appropriate to end the, the album with like some like lo-fi cock rocky like like guitar solo like yeah i don't know it, it's uh it's um it was it was actually a lot of fun making it like i, I think dope was not a lot of fun for some reason because like it was like more i had a mission and i was gonna complete the mission but here was like i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing like it was kind of more fun or like that just going in head first <laughs> yeah were you originally planning on having like live drums and more instrumentation on yeah. this album yeah yeah I did. it was supposed to be like i said it was supposed to be completely different like trevor trevor was supposed to be on it um and like sebastian my old bassist was was, was even on it and um yeah I, I had a totally different set of songs planned out written planned out um <clears throat> and there's some tracks that on this album that were but yeah it was like at that point, I was just getting too angsty, you know, I was getting, I was like, I was not going to wait for, to book a studio or spend money on a studio and then get people like, oh no, it's okay, like, we just wear a mask, like, I was, you know, and, and it was, it was too much to bring people out to a studio, so I was like, I'll just do another bedroom record, and I, and yeah, I was, I guess, I guess my answer was yes, and I plan to do a record with live drums, but it's just, uh, it was literally like the time. Yeah, um, yeah. And it, the live drums do sound better, but it, I think I, I I probably use the the drum machine to the point where I don't think I'm probably gonna use a drum machine again. Fair. <laughs> I probably I probably ran that ran that uh the ran that horse right to its fucking the end of its life. So yeah yeah. The, I mean the drums work on 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 a lot of the songs like Melt Brain Meld. I think it adds a little bit yeah of, like yeah, the robotic sort of vibe to uh-huh, it. Yeah. yeah yeah. I think. I don't know. Did you think some didn't work? Like I don't know. I feel like maybe Worms could have used live drums, because it's just like a funk thing. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. it's just kind of yeah. one of those blanket things where like no matter what, live drums always sound better it's, unless it's true. Unless you're paying for like you know two thousand plus bucks or more for like the most because there are some drum machines that sound like as 
they sound as close to real as you can possibly ask. Yeah, but, but what's the point of fucking that? Exactly. You want yeah. to get the real McCoy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've heard some records with, I think there's a couple Devin Townsend, or there's only one really that he has like a, a really good drum machine on it that like oh, yeah. I didn't know was a drum machine until someone uh-huh. pointed it out to me. I was like, oh shit, interesting. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's like metal drums as well. Where like you know some of those guys are like they literally sound like machines because of like you know double kicks and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, what excites you most about this record? It's kind of a weird time to be putting out stuff, but. Plenty of people are still putting out stuff because. Um, I guess I'm trying to stay excited about putting out albums at this point, but I think what makes me excited about this specific one is that it's like you said, it's totally weird and different. There's like four instrumentals. I'm not expecting like some like overwhelming, like fantastic review. Like I, I don't even, I didn't even go in with that kind of intention. Like I know this might even rub some off the wrong way and that's totally my intention and if you like it and that's also my intention like it's it's um it's it's i just i'm just i'm just excited to see what people think of it compared to the first album if they like it better or they they like don't like it as much or i don't know i don't know it's uh it's gonna be it's more i guess it's an experiment to see what uh you know what i'm gonna put out next you know like what's gonna be my next release but uh i think i think i'm yeah i'm 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 pretty excited about it because it's um it's a lot more me and it's a lot more uh weird and it's a lot more off-putting and a lot more even sometimes unnerving you know like schmuck and a minor once you get to the middle of it it's like weird And then and then it, and then after that with dinner with Duke Humphrey it greets you with like a fucking little classical piece and it just it's just all over the place and I'm just excited to hear like just people like maybe someone like some people are like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> like I don't know like who knows I don't know yeah I'm I'm excited I'm I'm sure the boy you got you boys are too hopefully <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. what do you have in mind I mean we've we've obviously been having conversations about this but what do you what do you have in mind to promote the record in well, this weird in this weird time, time yeah. um, <laughs> i don't like saying unprecedented that word's been ruined now yeah in these challenging times it's these... like yes shut up <laughs> <laughs> hey life sucks buy some shit <laughs> please in these unprecedented times get your tires changed yeah yeah <laughs> we're in we... this together please buy a be- please buy a car <laughs> yeah we uh yeah <laughs> yeah, we're in these times together here at Tim Hortons. We're here, <laughs> to, we're here to still give you donuts and spread germs all over the place. Uh, what, what was the question? <laughs> what oh, was uh, uh, promoting the album. Oh yeah, speaking um, of promoting the album. I mean, we did do the spot sessions. We did do spot sessions. Was like my overarching idea. Um, we will probably do some acoustic. I'll I'll probably do some acoustic stuff. I have some stuff planned even with uh, my uh, Sebastian. Um, just 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 post the fuck out of it. Uh, nothing really avant garde or grand. I don't know. Um, God, yeah, I don't know. Promote promoting albums is like I, if if it was were like non I was like I would. Come to the release show. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like come, come to the fucking show. red yeah. gate. Like yeah, we're gonna do a release show. And we're gonna have the CDs there, the vinyls or whatever. But it's it's like at this point, I'm just like I don't know, man. Like uh, I'm sure a lot of people feel the same. Mm, 
promoting the album. Yeah, we'll probably do a couple more live sessions of playing the songs live and um, maybe releasing even a live album. It being like, yeah, I guess my plans for like just being an artist in general at this point is like just being prolific, I guess. Yeah. Might as well be. It's getting really tight as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting tight. Yeah, in Vancouver we were we were doing good. And then and since the Granville like the Halloween Granville Street thing, like you you got to be like like if if you don't think like the cases didn't rise since then, like you're fucking lying to yourself. Like, yeah. After that, immediately the cases fucking rose. Like, yeah, it like, wasn't. You think? It wasn't just, and I'm not excusing the behavior of those individuals, yeah, but yeah. the second wave was going to happen no matter what. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah true. something like that definitely exacerbates it. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, man, I've been reading some stuff about a, a vaccine. So. Yeah. Some I don't know. <laughs> there has been some there there has been some good news finally. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Which is they, nice. It's a 90% effective Pfizer said or is it the Pfizer, Pfizer and some other company developed one that was uh that's oh, got a 90 plus percent efficacy. So that's yeah. Let's just get let, like I don't know. It, like fuck man, like how how are they just going to give them out? Like is that how vaccines work? Like, well, they've they've guaranteed that it's going to be free for all Canadians. That's nice. I, I feel selling it in the U.S. I feel like they would like get up to buy it in the. I US. don't know. I, it's hard for me to. Buy it's thing. hard to say. Capitalism it's really hard maybe. to say. I mean, America's going through its own <laughs> unique challenges. I'll put I think it that Trump way. Trump did want to fucking sell them to the American people. Yeah. Well, he, he's yeah. not going to be president anymore. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they got to drag <laughs> him out of the fucking the, the White House. <laughs> I think. They recounted in uh, Georgia. Oh, yeah, Georgia's like, yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. <laughs> As we said, he I won. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. I read a thing that, uh, a statement that his, like, niece gave or something saying, like, oh, yeah, like, he's not gonna, he's gonna fight, he's gonna fight it till the end. Like, that's, that's how he is. But. That one surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Admirable in a way, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> in his situation, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, fight to the end if you're not a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a there's a there's kind of a precedent in place to like concede the victory to the person yeah, you lost yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we were playing no. chess earlier. James got me in a fucking box. <laughs> I fucked myself, and I I just stood up and I I said I didn't stand up, but I I was like I'm fucked. Yeah. And sometimes you got to be like yeah. I'm fucked. Sometimes you got to wave that. Wa- white flag yeah. sometimes you gotta surrender yeah for yourself and others if if we were if if i kept playing that game i would just be moving my king all the way like around the board and i would have been late doing this and i would have been late for my girlfriend tonight and it's like you have to you have to sometimes accept defeat but don't accept defeat too early but accept defeat when you have to and that's, yeah that's the advice that no one asks for lose graciously lose graciously if you're gonna lose if you know you're gonna lose but try but try your very hardest. Yes, of course. <laughs> like or like like Donald Trump. <laughs> oh boy, he tried his very best, <laughs> but failed horribly. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just holding my thoughts. So do, do, do what you want with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? I'm trying to think here. So, do you have a? Like, how much of the third record do you already have written? Um, Considering this is the best time to be writing with yeah, no shows. Uh, yeah. Um, I plan for it to be nine tracks, so I, I, I 
I finish six tracks, but I always start with, you know, guitar and then like the melodies. So I've written the, the mel- like the guitars and melodies for all of them, but there's lyrics still need to be written for the last two songs. Um, I think there'll be one cover on there. I think I'll cover Psychotic Reaction by uh, the, 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 fucking- the Cramps? Yeah, but the, the Cramps covered it. I can't remember who the original Oh, it's a cover of a cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to do, like, a psych rock version of that. Oh, that'd be cool. That, yeah, that'd be cool with live drums and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've, written, I've written most of it already. But who knows? Like, by the end of it, it might be... I might have written an b- even better song than one of the songs on there, you know? Like... I don't, I don't know. And so I, it might be a completely different thing than what you currently yeah. have in mind right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it, like when you're in the middle of making it, like you might want to just like take the wheel, like and like just jerk, like just fucking flip <laughs> the car off the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I don't, I don't know. You know, could it? Uh, it's planned out now, but it could be anything, and I could have, I could scrap it. I can do whatever. Like that's the beauty of being an independent artist. You mm-hmm. have to dedicate yourself. To a lot. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. on anyone else's dollar, but your own. Yeah, exactly yeah. my own. So. Well, you record all of it here as well, right? Yeah, in, you're in looking your bedroom? At, you're looking yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, in that, the, I'm in the nerve center. Bedroom, bedroom pop. It's Very bedroom much so, yeah. Pop, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I recorded it all on that shitty mic we were using earlier. Um, or we were testing. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I figured out logic enough to make all that kind of stuff so yeah i record it all here and and uh i i hope to upgrade my setup in the future to to record higher quality stuff or mm-hmm. maybe just take it into a studio and record it there yeah definitely gotta get some baffles up here oh yeah fuck yeah that'd be cool we're actually we're actually for downstairs we got a basement in, in this house we live in and uh yeah, we we have we already have a little bit of soundproofing up yeah. there, and we have a drum kit too, so that that fucking helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might move some stuff down there. I'm thinking about it, but for now, I'm uh, I'm pretty financially keeping it tight. <laughs> yep, of course. Yeah, I just bought fucking new XLR cables, um, and they were like eighty dollars, <laughs> and that's that's fucked for me. So yeah, and even that one that did. Break already? Like what the fuck? No, like, dude. Yeah. I think I think it was just the. I think we've just been having some issues with the mics. It's probably the mic. It, I it, apo- it I'll apologize. To, apologies to Mark in advance for yeah. this. It's just like yeah, <laughs> the, the audio is going to be a little inconsistent, but that's that is what yeah, is what that's, it is. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll be okay. We'll make it work. Yeah, Mark, you're a good fucking guy. He's a good fucking guy. A good fucking he's guy. a good fucking. He thought we had two mics. Now we have one, but he's now he's gonna now he's gonna fix it for us, aren't you, Mark? <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> yeah, fix up the audio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Um, yeah. Got any? Uh, is there any more questions? <laughs> I gotta get going. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, are there any local bands or artists that you'd recommend we oh, bring yes. on the show for a future episode? Oh, yes. Uh, do I fucking ever? Um, yeah. Girls' nails number one. Oh hell yeah. I love I'd love to guys. have them on the show. You know, I used to be in that band. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the bands that you've been in, but well, we can we can talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I mean, I can do it shortly. I was in uh, I was in a band called Ghost in the Shed, which is now Girls Nails. Um, I was the bass player. Um, really cool math rock band. Really, yeah, yeah. Girls Nails, this amazing math rock band from Surrey. They're fucking amazing. 
I saw them at KW Studios, and they had, like, a horn section. Oh, that yeah. That was the first time I got to saw them. I was like, ja- what the fuck? Jackson's Jackson's brainchild. Or, I guess they're all three of those guys. Brain- Actually, all of their brainchilds. Fuck it. They're, they're like... But Jackson does a lot of the arrangements and stuff, but... He's the guy with the pink Telecaster? No, no, that's, uh, that's, that's Michael. He's, ah. he's, a, he's amazing. He actually didn't know anything about, like, reading music, and he, he knows now because he went to VCC, but mm-hmm. he was just, like, kind of, like, doing it based off the things he knew and, like, just writing those fucking, like, insanely math rock songs. Like, it's incredible. And they're working on their their debut album now. So nice. So look out for that. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so I was in their band. I played bass, and... And then I was in this band called Paul is Dead, which was a punk punk rock band. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were like we were like skate punk, I guess. We were like skate punk or surf punk. Yep, I believe they're still active. Yeah, they're still going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God bless them. Um, they're still going with Nico and, and Brendan there. And uh, I was in this band called the Pierce Kingins. Uh, when actually I was on the sh- the. This show before yeah. with the Pierce yeah, yeah. Kingins. And this, it, this is your second appearance on the yeah, show. Yeah, my second appearance. So if you listen to the Pierce Kingins and you listen very carefully, you can hear me eating fries in the background. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ordered French fries before our interview. I had nothing to contribute. Yeah, me. when the diner was still open. Yeah, when yeah. the diner was still open. That was a good diner. Yeah, was, I miss that, was, that diner. Uh, I don't know. I think those are like the core bands I've been in. Um... I had a little project called Uncle Fuck that never happened. We had one show and then we didn't show up because, or we didn't, we ended, up, and we ended up canceling. But those, that was about it. But now it's, I think my my core of uh, is like my my main focus is the Davidsa band. Yeah, it's just gotten the best reception, and also not that not just that it's the funnest thing to do. I don't care. Like I, I like I, I, I just love being with you guys and, and jamming and jamming and, and developing the songs and you know, and you guys like are super like into it, which I'm I'm that fucking surprised me. Like I I don't know, like like I don't know what it's like when other people listen on music obviously, so it's like when other people are into it, it's like I don't even hear it that crazily, but that's cool that you guys are like super stoked to do you know, like the new songs and some of the old ones too. Like it, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Like I, I love you guys. <laughs> you guys are cool. <laughs> Dude, I just I love playing the I love playing the stuff. I love uh Yeah. I, I just I wanna play shows again, man. I proper know. proper shows. It's we all had, I want in the goddamn world. We had one show, so much fun, man. Our, our shows are so much fun. Like Yeah. I just I, I think the the vibe I wanna create for the band is like oh, overall, like it's just like a fucking band. Like I just wanna have fun at the end of the day, like as long as we all had fun, even if we fight or don't get along for over something, like as long as you just remember that we had a ton of fun and you know, we we one day we'll hopefully play a ton of shows and maybe mm-hmm. go on a, a tours and you know that and and you know just something to look forward to every week because that's that's the feeling I got when I got guitar lessons when I was young like I was like stoked to see my guitar teacher like there was like I didn't care about school like I just wanted to see my guitar teacher like I want to carry on that that love of music for to other people, um, yeah I guess that's like my overall and like arcing like a, a mission with the davids band so thank you guys for being the band but uh, other other bands other bands uh that you should have on yeah girls nails for fucking sure did you have sleepy gonzalez yet i think you did yeah we've had sleepy at least once yeah. i think twice i like them yeah they're, sleepy they're are awesome. great they've got a new record coming out in december um, i think they probably plan to put that out properly <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> this year but no one cool. else did so okay yeah um L- lunch lunchtime lunchtime band lunchtime yeah i've heard band. about them 
They're they're incredible. I love those guys. They're uh, they're funny and they're also really a crazy band. Um, lunchtime, Bangina. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, you you've got, talked about that band. Oh, I yeah. love that band. Yeah, uh, it's actually the first time I met Trevor was at one of their uh, house parties, release shows, and I was high on mushrooms and I, I met Trevor. <laughs> it was so he thought I was, yeah he told tells the story. He thought I was a fucking asshole. He actually did another podcast with my buddy where he talks about where he meets me and I just he just thought I was like some weird asshole. <laughs> kind of a shame Trevor isn't here to to do the interview as well, but you know eh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Trevor just dominate the conversation. I mean that in the best possible way, Trevor. You just, <laughs> you just like talking. <laughs> oh yeah, man, fucking like talking. Yeah, fuck, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, fucking. Oh yeah, dude, fucking love that band. Fuck. Um, yeah, it's uh, from Trevor impression. We love you, Trevor. We love you. Trevor. We mean that in the best possible way. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, other bands to have on. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, Bangina is another one. I feel like I leave anyone out, like really, like vi- like vital. Did you already have the gins on? I gotta, I gotta yeah, we've had the gins on. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, we had a uh, Jamie yeah, and Ben on, on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, we will. Get Hudson on. That's it. Just get Hudson. <laughs> yeah, so there was no Hudson on that episode, and we need Hudson. Just Hudson. Hudson's the, the bassist. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he just, he'd be quiet. This is how I imagine it would go. He'd be quiet for a good chunk of it, and then he'd just say one line, and it would just bring the house down and just be like probably. the closer. Yeah. <laughs> that would probably be Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, Hudson's, uh, uh, Hudson, Hudson. Hudson should really try stand-up when, you know, you can do stand-up again. Yeah, you should, I mean, maybe you should. I don't know. I, um, he's he's always got a bunch of projects. He's got comic books and shows he's developing all downstairs, but I think it works for the most part. I just like encouraging show. people to do stand-up. If I j- think they're genuinely funny people and they can tell stories in a funny way, I'm like, you should oh, try yeah. stand-up, oh, just yeah. try it. My, my buddy Caden did stand-up, actually, and I kept egging him, or I didn't egg him on, but I was like, you know, you should go, like, try up open mic, man. Like, he had jokes written and stuff. I was like, you should go try it up Give the open a mic. Shot. And I remember waiting at the Sevens Lounge for, like, hours for him to go on, and, like, you know how the open mic works where it's like, it's like um it's like karaoke right it's like karaoke yeah. you're waiting to go up but you, instead you're going through all these like you know no offense but like like a co- bunch of comedians with all these shitty jokes like, yeah just because they're just you know they're it's new, open mic yeah every, it's open mic they're trying everyone's there to try but it's so funny like you all you're there to fucking see your friend <laughs> you know see your friend try but you're seeing all these other people for their other friends so they watch them try it's a it's 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 a it's a funny experience and yeah i don't know yeah um Maybe you should get comedians. Do you have comedians on here? No, not really, but, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. If I can find the comedian, the crossover, the stand-up comics that also do, like, Mm. music, Mm. there aren't that many. I actually can't think of any off the top of my head. Mm. If you, actually, if you have... Reggie Watts, but that's Reggie Watts, though. (laughs) When when, when people can travel again, you should have that band Jay Blissett as well. I really like that band from Lethbridge. It's a band called Jay Blissett. Oh, okay. They're they're just uh, this this guy just makes like it's just like really good like punk punk rock nice um, punk rock oh and and you know who you, else you should have on as well uh, the fucking condescentials I'm I'll always I'll always rep those boys that's a great name care. yeah where are they from they're from Abbotsford I met okay. this kid and uh, say he worked at Save on Foods and I was just talking to him I was just like hey man like what's going on and he's like. And there's some good bands out in Abbotsford, man. There is. I yeah. didn't know. I, I grew up there and I didn't even know. Blaster from there and they're killing it. Yeah, uh, casinos yeah. are from there. Casinos are great if you haven't listened to them. No, they, they, I think I've heard that name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's heard of that name. Yeah, I think yeah. Western Jaguar are from there as well. Mm. Share some members with casinos, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know Absford had all this great music, and I was like, well, you know, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I, I felt like I was missing out when I think James Andrew was telling me about um, just all the bands from Absford, and I was like, I had no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess those would be all the bands that comes to mind at this very moment <laughs> well, that's good spread yeah yeah yeah. I'm, uh, yeah I'm just i'm trying not to admit because i you know i want to support the scene i want to get everyone involved so i don't know maybe yeah of course if I, if I if you know me and you know i love your band and i missed you no 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 hard feelings <laughs> i'd see your show but i can't yeah. i'm not allowed <laughs> see to your show yeah i'll see you at, at a show yeah yeah <laughs> in 50 years yeah <laughs> Come on. It'll be sooner than that. <laughs> Please, God, let it be sooner than that. <laughs> Please, God. All right. Um, how can people check out your music and keep up with everything you're up to? Well, yeah. So the new record, so everything is on Spotify and Apple Music, the old record. The new album, I'm having some problems with Apple Music when the album comes out on December 5th, but I'm trying my very fucking best to get it on there, and I'm, it's been on my mind for the last week. Um, and but But, yeah, the... The new record will be on Spotify, YouTube Music, and all those other names that they list that no one gives a shit about. It's on all those two. Deezer. <laughs> Fucking Deezer. Pandora. MediaNet. <laughs> Title. <laughs> Thank God it's on Title. Yeah. So you can. So actually, I'm making all the music available on Title. <laughs> so I'm taking off Spotify. The only way you can listen to it is on Title. I've never been on the thing myself, but I like the name and and it looks very promising. So go check it out on Title. <laughs> Yeah, it's not everything. It's still afloat. Bam. Title's still afloat. <laughs> Title's still... He's, he's kicking around. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll be the next Spotify. Yeah, Jay-Z just like, just like, oh, who's $20 million. Okay, yeah, title's still alive. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I even have a TikTok now. I only have two... Talk, talk, I've only talked two ticks. Talk, I've ticked tick, two talks. TikTok ticks? But I'm, 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 I'm planning to... Eat tic tick tacks on TikToks? Yeah, I'm planning to take more talks. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, go follow me on TikTok. I got a Facebook page if anyone still uses Facebook. And that's all the David Saban? It's all the David Saban. My name is David Saban, and I am, I'm in the David Saban, even though I write the music. It's very nuanced, and that's, you know... There's very, layers to very it. Very pretentious yeah. and nuanced. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. Follow me on everything. I'm on everything. Uh, Yeah. I'm your host, James Olson. James, James, James Olson. Pacific Sound Radio is produced by Mark Lingelbach. Mark, 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 Mark Lingelbach. Check us out on Facebook at Pacific Sound Radio, Instagram at Pacific Sound Radio, Twitter at Pacific S Radio, YouTube at Pacific Sound Media. Our website is PacificSoundRadio.com. And you can also check us out wherever you stream your podcasts. If you like the show, there are a few different ways you can support it. You can give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice that lets you leave reviews. You can share this podcast on your social media, and you can recommend the show in person from a safe social distance to your friends, family, and coworkers. If you know a local band or artist that you think should appear as guests on our show, let us know. Fill out the form on our website or send us an email to talkpsr at gmail.com.